Mm. Forgot that I had to go to work after this. That's going to be fun. Ew. I know. Should I not? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe don't listen to me, but no, I, I today I choose to listen to you because okay, that's, that's, that's what I wanted to hear. Great. That's a, oh, whoops. Sorry. Just squirted water. Hey, it's mm. your, it's your place. That's right. It's your new place. place. It's so exciting. <gasps> it's so beautiful. Thank you. It's so gorgeous. I'm so happy for you. I like it. It's airy. It's, it's. Got good vibes. Just feels nice. Great lighting. Not haunted. Super not haunted. Nope. I knew right away. I'm like, yeah. this is not haunted. This place is not haunted. The only thing it's haunted by is a cat who's obsessed with your with my clothing. Stuff. This cat is going bonkers on you. Yeah. Like Tuesday, Tuesday, like a my smell. He loves your smell. <laughs> yeah, the only thing this apartment is haunted by is the upstairs neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> who I don't know is <clears throat> auditioning to be in a roller derby mm-hmm. or something, but um, yeah, it's, it's there's an issue. It's a full time like role play thing. Yes, she's roller girl. She's roller girl. <laughs> and then I got so mad because earlier I heard them blasting music, and then I was like, oh. And then I realized it was Elton John. She was just oh. playing Rocket Man. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you have to have like. A noisy uh, music neighbor. At least they have, if they have good taste. Yeah, at least let it be the music yeah. you listen to. Yeah. The other day it was like Joni Mitchell. I'm like, fine, <gasps> this wow. works for me. You can't play Joni Mitchell quietly. You, you gotta can't. Blast it. I know. You can't yeah. just have it like softly in the background. Right. Sorry, I. Flemmy. <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect timing for We're... all that phlegm to come. We are up. both fighting it. Mm-hmm. We really, really are. We both got sick. Mm-hmm. And we weren't even near each other. That's crazy. We both got the same. I like to believe it was the same disease, though. Me too. It found us. It found us. <laughs> yes. But I'm feeling I'm feeling better. It's just all that leftover like mm-hmm. schmegma in your chest. It's oh. just like nice. We are recording. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I you, I'm sly like You're that. So slick. I'm slick. Smooth, slick, sly Tammy. Yeah, that's uh, that's I'm making a shirt. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh i was just enjoying watching my cat really obsess over you yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's really flattering to be totally honest it kind with of you. yeah i'm a little i'm like a little jealous i'm like oh you don't care about my scent but that's fine well it's that's fine. that's because he's surrounded by it all the time yeah i can't get him to come near me yeah um hey guys oh hi <laughs> now that i know we're recording welcome to Banshees and Booze. A paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage and a lot of loogies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a strong suspicion our drink today is going to do nothing but increase our loogies, probably. actually. Probably. That's great. That's great. Well, if there's hard liquor in it, I think that like hmm. helps clear... I don't know. Well, there's obviously vitamin C. There's vitamin C. Yeah. Yes, and... I'm just such a fan of the glass that we yeah. put yours in. So cute. It's so cute. Obviously, this will go on Instagram, mm-hmm. but um, it's like a tiki glass and mm-hmm. we have tropical napkins. Uh-huh. There's an orange wedge garnish because today we are doing haunted, haunted islands. islands. <laughs> Tammy was totally hula in as was. she said that. <laughs> if only you could see. Full hula. That was pretty great. Uh-huh. I stood up. <laughs> my hips went everywhere. That's a thing. I definitely do not have the hips of an 87-year-old. Oh, man. My God. My Fitbit just told me to get up and move 81 steps in the next 10 minutes. That's not happening. You just hula'd. I just hula'd. That counts. That counts for at least 80 steps. Yes. I love being shamed by a piece of wearable technology. <laughs> if you don't take 80 steps in the next yeah. 10 minutes, then what? Does it just like roll over into the next? Well, it's like it's, it's like trying because I have like a 10,000 step a day goal. Oh. And so to keep on track, it's like every hour you should aim for 250, you know? So it is actually nice. I do at work. It reminds me to like get up and walk around. Yeah. Um, although uh, it does the same buzz for, hey, fatso, get up as it does for 
hey, you've got a text message. So, oh. I'm, so I'll be like, oh. <laughs> How about every time you get a text message, you you read it and uh-huh. respond as you're just doing laps That's around the office. Smart. There you go. That's some healthy tip lifestyle right there. Look, I only just recently realized how much 10,000 steps is. Uh-huh. It's a lot. Uh, it's like four miles. Is it? Uh, it's like... It's more than a mile. It's Wait, it's more than a mile, but it's like... I do not get that many steps Well, now in. I feel stupid that I don't know. It's a lot of miles. Maybe four miles? maybe yeah. less it's like but around three miles or something i cheat though it's like a 5k i walk to and from work every day and that's mm-hmm. like a little over a mile oh that's perfect way, so. there you go so that's I'm, good i i am usually hitting that ten thousand steps i don't think i get two thousand steps in you'd be surprised yeah well the iphones track it mm-hmm. but i don't know how it's probably not nearly as accurate as having a fitbit yeah I don't, it's not as accurate but yeah but it, but it's helpful does it and it gives you your heart rate and stuff too yeah this one does that's right because last night we had dinner next to each other oh yeah, that's right we were looking to see what my heart rate and we was looked like. at your heart rate <laughs> tammy got very stressed when the I check got, came oh <gasps> stressed out <laughs> You guys, I'm <laughs> sorry, but I just have a real anxiety around splitting a check of a large party. And we were at a large birthday party. There were, I mean, how many people were there? Like almost 30. Like almost 30 mm-hmm. people around this giant table. And like it was beautiful. It was like great food. It was a really nice restaurant. And then they brought one check. And I... Literally at the beginning, sat down and was immediately like, there's a lot of people here. How are we going to do this check situation? It was her first thought. It was my It was first. like, I was going to take a drink, a sip of this oh, yeah. drink real quick because I want the vitamin C. Oh, yeah. That's that's why. Um, I, I literally was like, can we make sure? And and I was, don't worry about it. Of course, they're, they're going to do all separate checks. And so Amy and I were even like, let's get one check together and split it. We'll split a bottle of wine. So we even ordered, like, so we're splitting our check and blah, blah, blah. And then that one, jo- it was like a CVS link. Oh, my God. Receipts. Receipt. Oh, it's so true. It uh, was Tammy's energy and I, face just showed like, exactly how stressed help, she was about help. it. <laughs> Someone help. I'm in crisis. This is my nightmare. Oh, no. And that no one was terribly concerned about it. And then other people started jumping ship. And they started going off and getting secret, like, Things that are, it was it was still making its rounds around the table and people were leaving and I was like how is this happening that's why I was like Tammy I, they forgot to bring back your credit card and only yours but no everyone else had gone yeah. and sneakily did separate checks also it was a very strange situation when they did bring all the checks where people had written down the totals mm. um, and they were like oh they're all over here at this staging table and I went over and it was all the husbands and me oh <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, wifey. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, <laughs> that was fun, though. We split. Uh, we had our own uh, date within we the thirty-person party. We, we split a bottle of wine. Uh-huh. We go, got the same entree. Yeah, we did. Oh, it was lovely. I it stole lovely. bites of your salad. The yes. guy was like, "Do you want to split the salad?" And I was like, "Keep that salad away from me." And then the salad and then it arrived, came and I was like, "Oh, damn!" Like, Can I have some of that? It's like, hearts a palm. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. I, there was cheese in it. If I had known there was cheese in a salad, then. there was. cheese. In it. Yeah. If there's a shaved Parmesan cheese on anything, I'm in. Hell yeah. That was my only heartbreak with ravioli. I was like, where's the parm- shaved parm? Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little underwhelmed. Me too. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I was a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. I didn't taste any truffle in that sauce either. There was no truffle. There was no truffle and there was no shaved Parmesan. Mm. Whatever. We survived and we here we survived. are. Here we are. We finished a bottle of wine uh-huh. at 11 p.m. and we're drinking again at 11 a.m. Amen. <laughs> So what we're drinking today. Oh yeah, what's this drink? For our haunted mm. islands episode. Uh-huh. Um I, I chose uh Bermuda. Oh. And so I made the Bermuda triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Sorry, I snuck a I snuck a drink. It's really good. It's really good. I snuck a drink too. I'm gonna sneak another. Mm. Oh it's damn! Really good. Oh shit! That's some what good is, shit. What is in here? Okay, the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> it turns out there is a cocktail called the Bermuda Triangle, which this episode's not about that because we did that already. Um, so there's a million different recipes for this cocktail, and the one I went with, I forgot my source, but it's um. 
Captain Morgan's or Spiced Rum. Okay. I actually used Sailor Jerry because that's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Uh, an ounce of Spiced Rum, an ounce of Peach Schnapps, oh. four ounces of orange juice, and an orange and an orange wedge to garnish. That is that so Peach easy. Schnapps that I'm tasting. It is great. It is so good. I actually bought the mini bottle of it because mm-hmm. I'm like, what do I need a giant bottle right. of Peach Schnapps for? And now I'm like, oh damn, I should have bought the big bottle. Turns out you're a Schnapps kind of gal. No, I like him. I used to drink schnapps in like college because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, give me a shot of peppermint schnapps. Oh God, peppermint <laughs> schnapps. God, I've gotten so sick off of that. Me too. And the butterscotch schnapps. Do you ever Ooh, drink those? I had not had that before. Oh my God. It's so fucking disgusting. So yeah. for me, schnapps m- means like you're too poor to afford a yeah. real drink and you're going to vomit later. Mm-hmm. But when you use it, in a recipe like adults should, yeah. it actually is lovely. I'm very impressed. Thank you. I'm impressed with us. We are moving on up in this world. Um, yeah, I, we used to drink peppermint schnapps in Chicago. It's, it's a very like Polish thing. I feel like I don't oh. know. And we would keep it in the freezer, and like you do like shots of it, and it's it's always like <gasps> thick. It's like like yeah, thick like liquid. You know? oh, yes, that is not something you want to throw up. Oh, oh. it is just painful. Oh, that's it's very so painful. Burny, so burny. Yeah, so I haven't had that in a while. Well, enjoy the peach schnapps. So good. I have a question. Is I, peach schnapps what you put in champagne to make a bellini? It's got to be a key ingredient because I feel like a bellini is sparkling wine and peach flavor yeah right? it's gotta be peach schnapps well that means that now that i have a little bottle of peach schnapps <gasps> you can have bellini that our next episode we got to make well two episodes from now yep. we've got to make bellinis <laughs> that sounds great Melvin. um super pumped <laughs> this I love is a it. good drink this is a good breakfast drink it's a great breakfast drink. i love this breakfast drink mm-hmm mm-hmm um, well, I think we should start with your research, if that's okay oh, with you. absolutely. Since it goes with the drink and everything. And While you were choosing your haunted island, mm-hmm. is it just me, or did you also get Kokomo stuck in your head 500 times? I did not, but <laughs> it's because, uh, you know me, I like to be a little special, so my, my island's a little different, so. Oh? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So it is not featured in the hit Beach Boys song, Kokomo. It is not one of those. Okay. When I was young, when that song was like popular and uh-huh. I had the single of it on a cassette tape, Aww. I, my goal at like the age of eight, I was like, I'm going to go to every single location they sing about in this song. So cute. <laughs> it was like my bucket list. You get like a little map. <laughs> yes. So cute. The Kokomo goal. <laughs> um, you know, I can't believe this isn't the memory that you said. You know how I know this song. There was a music video to this song starring the Muppets. The Muppets, yes. And it was at the beginning of, I think, Muppet Treasure Island before the movie started. Yes, yeah. they did do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I loved when they did their own music videos. Uh-huh. They also did one to, oh, my God, I think it was the song, She Dress Me Crazy. Ooh, ooh. And it was like Kermit kind of singing about Piggy. Uh-huh. And I think it was that one. Or, yeah, I think it was that one. Yeah. Lock now, won't. <laughs> um, great. Well, now that we have these fun songs in our yes. head, let's do it. Okay, so I did Bermuda. Okay. I have been there once, but it was, I was like nine years old. My mm-hmm. family took a cruise from New York to Bermuda. And oh. that's all I remember. Okay. Mm, I remember they had pink. It was the beaches were all pink sand, wow. and like it was beautiful. I, I, yeah, that's that's all I remember. I remember that's the, a pretty good memory. Yeah, pink sand beaches. You got to pick one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and the cruise itself. It was it's the only cruise I've ever been on. And um, oh. as a nine year old, I was just like, this is fucking. This is I'm balling. Yeah, this is, there was a kids disco that I what? got to go to. I won a I won a stuffed animal like a parrot because i won like the limbo contest oh my god <laughs> i felt like it's never gonna get better than this i don't know if it has gotten better than that say, to be honest doesn't re- i mean <laughs> do, look your apartment's great but other than that but i can't bend backwards yeah. and do a fucking if you put the limbo pole like up my head i would still yeah throw my back out yeah There's absolutely just, it's just not no i don't have limbo hips anymore no limboing if i had known <laughs> What I would could turn into, I would have bent for more a limbo pole when I, I could have. We, I could have had so many more stuffed animals, yeah. <laughs> but I just kept it up. Uh huh. <laughs> um. Okay. So Bermuda. Here's a little something about it. 
The island of Bermuda has an interesting 400-year-long history involving mm. witchcraft. Oh. Pirates and mm. maritime warfare. Hmm. <laughs> the original inhabitants of the island were tormented by devilish screams, so much so that they nicknamed it the Isle of Devils. Oh. Of course, that was before they found out that the hellish sounds were coming from the island's resident hogs. <laughs> <laughs> Haunted so, or just pigs? <laughs> so they were just hearing like, <laughs> like oh it's the devil island <laughs> little hogs um although not solely belonging to bermuda the bermuda triangle also has its own history of strange occurrences which we have tackled yep uh between ships and planes mysteriously disappearing ufo sightings and even time travel so it should come as no surprise that bermuda is considered to be a hot spot for paranormal activity mm. and is known to have numerous resident ghosts so many, in fact, that I had to narrow it down to just one. Wow. There were so many lists. Oh, my gosh. It was, and they were very specific, but, oh, wait, what was my source? Oh, so I went to, this is weird because it's Bermuda, but it, the Ghosts of New England Research Society hmm. is the name of the company. Well, that's where everyone's summering. This is true. Yeah. They probably took a cruise. They probably took mm -hmm. a cruise. Uh, they did an investigation of the John Cox House. Okay. Yes. Okay. So here we go. Um, in 1801, sea captain William Cox built an estate on 15 acres of a citrus grove at the corner of Orange Valley Road and Parsons Lane. Oh, it sounds like Walt Disney. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. 1801, Orange Valley Road and Parsons Lane in Devonshire Parish, Bermuda. Okay. Um, so for six generations, the descendants of William lived, worked, and died on the grounds of the estate, uh, each generation carefully preserving the lifestyle, furniture, and traditions of the succeeding generations. Wow. So now it's like a, a museum, but the, his, the ancestors like still live in it. It's wow. still owned by the family. It's still lived in by the family yeah. and they keep it looking as exactly as it Can did. Can you imagine like you just moved apartments. I've lived in three apartments since I've been in Los Angeles. Like can you imagine being like well I was born upstairs and I'm probably going to die upstairs and also no decorating for me. <laughs> No renovations, thank you. Like we like outdoor, outdoor outhouses. Right? No plumbing. It's kind of that thing too of like, you know, stuff from the seventies now looks very stupid to us, but it's getting to where it won't anymore. Eventually, it's going to be vintage. You this know, is so true. Like during the seventies, all that mid-century modern stuff, they were like, "I hate this." I know, and now it's and now it's very hip, huge, yeah. huge. That was all I wanted to decorate, and yeah. was in mid-century modern. Yeah, you're killing it. I'm trying. Well, the couches are certainly not, but I refuse to get a new couch until Mr. Tuesday goes on to the next journey yeah, of his life. Yeah. Not that I wish him no, well. No, I know what you mean. But I'm just not worth it. Yeah. It's like waiting for your kids to go to college before getting new couches because yeah. you're just like, no, they're just going to fucking just destroy gonna, them. Yeah. Um, so once the... Two, speaking of, now his nose is in your socks. Yeah, I took my socks off. He this was the risk I took. your scent. It yeah. is so great. Um... Yeah, the mid-century modern stuff was so fucking ugly when it was popular. Yeah. And now I'm, I look at it, I'm like, dude, this is fucking yeah. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. No, these guys were just more like, you know what style I love? Mm, Victorian furnishings. Mm -hmm. Probably so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. So the house contains some of the most beautiful examples of Queen Anne period furniture on the oh. island. Oh. What period is that? Hey, did you see the favorite? Yes. That was Queen Anne. Dude, that was really old. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so now I understand why it's really haunted. <laughs> oh my God. Each generation also went to the expense of having their portraits painted in oil so that now one merely has to walk the halls of the main house to see the faces of every descendant of Captain William who has occupied the house. That sounds terrifying. Uh -huh. Absolutely. fucking lutely terrifying like scooby-doo level shit like that... eyeballs following you oh my god 100 percent. i was born into the house that my great-grandpa built in 1908 mm -hmm. and you know he wasn't born into it though he came over from italy and built it right um, but i still think about it so i zillowed it recently because i just wanted to 
I was writing a pitch for something and oh yeah based off of like growing up with multi-generational families in the same home and um and I was like wait I want to like look at it so I zillowed it because it was sold a few years ago and the Zillow like the realtor wrote up this description and was like first time on the market since 1908 like weird that makes me so sad like we could have done we could have had our oil paintings hanging in the halls (laughs) we could have kept it you could have come on Yeah. yeah and also I'm like well it actually wasn't on the market in 1908 my great-grandpa didn't buy it yeah he built it but isn't that crazy also if I read that ad on Zillow I would not no you'd be like haunted absolutely 100% yeah. haunted I'm sure they all haunt it yeah. um okay here we go so let me take you now to 1955 much more modern mid-century mid-century our jam John Cox is the current heir to the estate. Uh, This is when he's born, right? 1955. Growing up in the house, John experienced many instances of paranormal activity. Today, he, not my writing, is a kind, gentle man. (laughs) So you didn't verify this. I did not. Okay, I'll take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, we don't know how kind and gentle he might be. Sounds like he wrote this. Yeah, I feel like this was his people. Yeah. So he's written a bunch of books on Bermuda. um, And so besides residing in the house, um, uh, he looks at his life as being the guardian of the family heritage and almost considers himself a curator of a museum by living there. So he's very intent on like preserving it all. So he does tell like this team of investigators from New England that he um, definitely has had some crazy paranormal occurrences in the house, including a full body apparition. Oh, multiple full body apparitions in period clothing in various parts of the house, objects moving on their own accord, voices and bits and pieces of conversations when no one was around. So like he would just hear people talking Uh. to each other. Creepy. Um, When he was in his teens, John and his cousins were both. Oh, John and his cousin were both choked to the point that they couldn't breathe while descending a staircase. Oh my gosh. I know. That's dangerous. Yeah, I'd be like, no, I will not live here anymore. Thank you. Um, John's brother, uh, now an adult, occupies a bedroom that was originally a kitchen on the ground floor. He is awakened occasionally and has witnessed a young man of African descent standing near his bed. As the apparition disappears, the smell of bacon is detected. Whoa. I mean, if you're going to get haunted, let it be by something that smells like bacon. Because that is delightful. That does sound good. The family uh, began calling this apparition... Uh Uh-oh. No. Bacon boy. Okay. Again, Hmm. not my words. Yeah. But I had to say that because it was written. Okay. A search of the family records revealed that a young slave had died in that room in the early 1800s. Slathered in bacon. Slathered in bacon. Um, yeah. So anyway, moving past that, we now bring you to February 2013. Oh my gosh, that's even more recenter. It's the most recentest. It's as if time is passing. It, girl, and we're approaching. It. We are approaching May Day. Yep. So sorry that my cat is now sleeping heavily on your jacket. I'm all right. It works for both of us. It's going to be warm when I put it back on again. I cannot even. I've never seen him more relaxed since moving in here. Well, I think Can you, you know what that means. <laughs> Poor Ithmar. Quick segue. In the last episode when we talked about farting on the floor and can your downstairs neighbor hear it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah, because he listened to it. I'm like, and now Tammy needs to move downstairs to see if it's real. Oh, because I farted on the floor last yeah, night. Yeah. I was great. <laughs> of course, I was squatting down to Pet Tuesday, and it yeah, came of out, course. and that made me think of it. And he's like, "Well, the guy downstairs is moving out in like four months, so I'm like, perfect. He's so sweet. And also, I would never do that to you. I promise. <laughs> yeah, we want to stay friendly. Yeah, let's yeah, do we want to. But, you know, every night I beg, Tammy, did you hear that? Yes. Did you hear my fart? I did. I heard your fart. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy, do you hear me practicing my, my roller derby routine? <laughs> Can you hear that? Yeah, you're getting really good. That last turn's really tight. <laughs> Rocket man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now this actually sounds fun. Maybe I know, you right? should consider it. No, this is then oh I can't I can't do the podcast recording because I'm I gotta go to work. And then I go downstairs and I'm like knock 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 knock. Oh, nobody's here. You're- oh wait, I shouldn't have said that. Un- unoccupied. <laughs> no, 
this is Giuseppe speaking. <laughs> Mommy's not here. <laughs> I go like your car was in your parking. So I'm like, um. he would, no, he would rat me out. He'd be like, mom, there's someone at the door. <laughs> mom. He would just open it. Yeah. <laughs> Right this way, <laughs> Auntie Amy. <laughs> um, okay, so here we are in, at the investigation by the okay. paranormal people from New England. Um, the Ghosts of New England Research Society. Wait, they're ghosts? They're like, yeah, we're ghosts doing naming. a paranormal investigation. I love it. Yeah, it's a terrible name. Um, so now that's being written in like the first person because it's their blog entry okay here we go i have to also admit i didn't read this whole thing but it's not too long it's gonna be great okay on february 9th 2013 we assembled a combination of the u.s and bermuda the acronym acronym is goners ghosts of new england research society okay that's that's why they did it okay this is making sense now it's still dumb so basically they get there they get to the house. <clears throat> um, they have a bunch of people there. Okay. Um, they have some local citizens. Um, John Cox himself, mm-hmm. the descendant. And a woman named Elka Marizano, a local opera singer. Oh. <laughs> what a quirky <laughs> place. I would like to have been there for that. And Jesse Moniz, uh, who's a reporter for the Royal Gazette newspaper and news photographer Glenn Walker. So they've got the press there. They've Mm -hmm. got an opera singer. Shit is going to get real. Um, They assemble in the main foyer. Um, This is too much. You know what? Instead of reading his first person account, because it's very like flourished, I'm just going to tell you what, what happened. Okay. So it's all spooky. It's super windy. It's blowing at 50 mile per hour gusts. Um, they had a little bit of problems with the audio, um, but because like the storms, but you know, this is super Scooby-Doo-ish. Um, but everything, they're all set up for their investigation now. So in an upstairs bedroom now occupied by John Cox, they captured the sound of a woman crying, sobbing almost uncontrollably. They later discovered that this woman had died in that very room in the 1800s, one of yellow fever and one of pneumonia. Oh, two oh, women two died. Two whole women, even. Oh, two whole wow. women. Wow. Um, wow. And then uh, they, John was like, oh, yeah, this is super common. We always hear women crying in this room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, same in my place, but <laughs> I know where that's coming from, though. <laughs> you don't need an investigation nope. to figure that one out. Just a bottle of wine, a couple of cats. <laughs> um so then they oh and then they saw a black shadow figure which Ooh. is always scary yeah. i feel like the black shadow figures are never good news it appeared near a coffee table in the main parlor of the house during an evp session and um um uh, oh and at that very instant an infrared motion activated camera tripped and took several pictures but it didn't show anything Mm. isn't that weird like they saw the shadow figure Mm -hmm. the sensors tripped photos went off nothing (laughs) but the ghost probably just like vanished yeah so they do a second night of the investigation and two important events happened um the five investigators were conducting an evp session in a bedroom that was once occupied by mary dill cox oh what a name what a name Uh, (laughs) the wife of captain william cox during the session, a flashlight that was brand new and was purchased that day turned itself on. Oh, my gosh. The flashlight was not set or adjusted. Um, you know, it, it was just like an off flashlight that turned on. Um, so he said um, that this, yeah, anyway, there was, it was obviously a manipulation by a spirit. There was just no way it could have flipped on by itself. Um so then they decided to use the flashlight to ask yes or no questions. Oh, yeah. I love that. Fun, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Um, they do that on Ghost Hunters all the time. Do they really? Mm-hmm. With a flashlight? See, yeah. I've never seen that they'll, before. They'll unscrew the top quite a bit so that just tapping it will turn it on or mm. off, you know? That's what he's. this yeah. guy said they did. Yeah. And so he's insisting that's not how it was set up when it first turned on on its own. Mm-hmm. But then they like made it so yeah. that it's very sensitive. And yep. So they did, yeah, I've never seen that. They did, um, if it turns on, it's yes. 
And if it doesn't turn on, it's no. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the series of questions that was asked. Are you Mary Dill Cox? Yes. Would you like a cup of tea? Oh, my God. Yes. I hope they delivered. Too fucking bad. You're yeah. dead. <laughs> Too bad. There's no tea and you're dead. Um, also, this is your house. Why are you not offering me tea? Right? <laughs> this is so true. Um, do you want to leave this house? No. Oh. Are you afraid of us? No. Good for her. I know, right? Um, they went on for uh, much longer periods, asking questions. Um, after the investigation, they examined the flashlight at length and could not make it turn turn on and off without using the switch. So they no. believe that Mary Dillcox was like really, mm-hmm. really working that flashlight. Um, the second important event that night was an EVP session with John Cox present, the alive one. You know, the well, guy born in the 50s. At least we think. At least that one. Yes. Yeah. In the bedroom uh, where they captured the sound of the woman crying, John read at length from the old family record book of Whoa. events in the lives of his predecessors. That's a great idea. I know. It's, this is the first time I'm reading this sentence, and that is a great, a great idea. idea. Genius. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously not every family has a record book, no. but like that is an awesome. Um, so the, about the events of their deaths and, um, and their lives, um, and the lives and deaths of the slaves of the family kept prior to 1817, um, because then slaves were emancipated in Bermuda in 1817. Oh, good. They were way ahead of of Mm -hmm. us. Yeah. Um, so it was a very moving time for all present and clearly affected John Cox, who later described, um, this event as catharsis as cathartic for him. Um, strangely at the conclusion of the reading, all present detected the smell of roses or rose water in the room. Although there was neither present, all agreed the room and indeed the house had taken on a much lighter, friendlier feel. The, the guy writes, I firmly believe that we helped John and whatever spirits occupied the house to a calmer existence, which I like that he wasn't like, we got rid of them. Yeah. They're, you know, it was just like, okay, they, they're just Let's chilling. Just, yeah. They're just, they're here, but we're just like not going to freak out anymore. Let's cohabitate. Right? I like that. I like it. And look, if it's going to be haunted, at least it's your ancestors and sure. And people who smell like bacon. Mm. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Be okay with that too. But what a fabulous idea. So guys, if you have a family record book and you live in a haunted place, just read from it. Just read it. People like to hear about themselves. This is true. Even after they're gone, they want to know that they're still remembered. Exactly. Yeah. Aw. Well, that's the story of the John Cox house (gasps) in Bermuda. Lovely. We... This is because we now have to say this every episode. We should go there. We should totally should we go totally there? make it a tax write off and, and do go. research? Should we take a cruise <laughs> and we're so cute and <laughs> Jamaica. I wanna take it. <laughs> Um, that was delightful, Amy. Mm-hmm. Well, I have an up close and personal for after you read oh, your piece. Okay, great. Oh yeah. Great. Um, well, uh, like I said, I like to be a little special. You're so special. Thank you. Um, and I was looking at islands and of course islands, my brain went tropical. Yeah. But then I found this other island and I just wanted to go with it. Um, this is the story of Povelia Island Ooh. off of Venice in Italy. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Oh, is that my people? Yeah. It's oh your, my God. It's your people. Oh my God. You're maybe not going to want them to be your people after this. Oh. Um, okay. Let's talk about the early history of the island because it's, it's early. It's, oh. It's early. <gasps> In the South Lagoon between Venice and Lido sits the small Italian island of Povelia that for centuries has been a refuge, stronghold, place of exile, and a dumping ground for the diseased, dying, and deceased. Ooh. I sure didn't cite my source. Sorry. Um, in 421, I know. I'm sorry? A long ass time ago. Holy shit. It was a long ass time ago, even a long ass time ago. Yeah, that's um, like thousands of, almost thousands of years ago. D- we don't need to do the math. It doesn't matter. 
Um, in 421, Povelia welcomed its first inhabitants, men, women, and children who fled the barbaric invaders that had ravaged the mainland. Damn. Its relatively small size made the island defensible and not worth the trouble of invading armies. For centuries, this small community lived in peace and avoided the laws and taxes of the mainland. They had taxes in 421? There's taxes. And laws? The Romans invented taxes, man. Well, Aww, maybe they didn't invent bitches. them, but they did it. Ew. Uh, um, no thanks, Romans. No thanks. Uh, for centuries, uh, the small community lived in peace. Oh, I already said that. About the taxes. Uh, their population dwindled, however, by the 14th century, and the island was once again abandoned. I mean, there's only so many cousins you can marry. <laughs> You know, like it's you so got true. it. It's gonna get <laughs> yeah, it's gonna dwindle. Grossy. Okay, so in it was abandoned. Then in thirteen forty eight, the bubonic plague arrived in Venice. Oh no. Ah! And like many other small islands, this one became a quarantine colony. Oh the plague killed one out of three Europeans. Um, fearing the unbridled spread of the disease, Venice exiled many of its symptom-bearing citizens there. It was clearly a death sentence. It reminded me of Isle of Dogs. Um, oh, I haven't seen it. Um, at the island center, the dead and those too sick to protest were burned on giant pyres. Oh. This included the tens of thousands of Venice citizens dying on the mainland. These fires would burn once again in 1630 when the Black Death again swept through the city. So literally it was like, you're sick, you're going to the fucking island. And it's not a you're vacation. Dead? We're setting you on fire. You almost dead? Setting Get you on fire. fire. <laughs> I ain't got time for this. Oh, I'm burning no. today. Ew, it must have smelled so bad. Mm-hmm. All of those sick people burning. Yeah. Disgusting. That's disgusting. So long after the fires were extinguished, Napoleon's military campaign relied on the island's ghostly legends and defendable position to protect stores of gunpowder and weapons. So Napoleon like used it and would and was like, "Yeah, don't go there. Super haunted. It's okay. We're just gonna keep our gunpowder and stuff here, but they don't know the thing is haunted." Which is pretty smart. I knew it's so smart. I knew he was a military genius. I didn't know he was such a good storyteller. Oh my gosh! Wow. And he's the tiny guy, right? The yeah. Napoleon complex. Mm-hmm. He's French. Oh. Um, oui, oui. um. Okay. In the late 1800s, the area's mentally ill resided in an asylum built on Provalia. This just keeps getting worse and worse. Uh huh. Uh, the asylum was poorly constructed and was used as a place of exile rather than rehabilitation. Again. Oh, God. There are rumors that in the 1930s, a doctor performed strange experiments on the patients here. However, uh, the oh, eventually the doctor went mad and threw himself from the asylum's tall bell tower. That's not a good doctor for mentally ill patients. It's not. Like, no. who's, who's running the madhouse you know yeah if you're one of if, you, if you're so insane mm-hmm. and i that read you're one of the patients i read about this doctor a bunch of other places and apparently he claimed that he was being like haunted and tortured by ghosts and mm. the only way he could end it was he climbed up the bell tower and threw himself off and became one of them mm-hmm. one with them that's not a good way to escape ghosts is becoming one. No, no. Uh, we've seen, we've had several encounters. Never occurred to me. Yeah. I wasn't like, how not am I going to get out of this? No, all he needed was a few spells and some crystals. I guess if you can't beat them. Join them. Mm-hmm. Terrible idea. <laughs> um, though the bell in the tower was removed decades ago, locals still claim to hear its chimes echo from the island. Ah! Mm-hmm. Okay, by the mid 20th century, they were like, we're tired of burning people. We're tired of locking up crazies. Let's convert this into a geriatric center. Oh, my God. This is just the worst. This it's is terrible. just layers <laughs> upon layers. So, so sad. It, that closed in 1975. Oh, it's, this is recent. Yeah. So oh, no. Today, the entire island is abandoned. Locals and tourists are prohibited from visiting, and fishermen steer clear of the accursed place. Mm-hmm. Um. I burped that time. Oh, I didn't even hear him. It was, it was polite. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. So uh, in recent years, Italian construction crews attempted to restore the former hospital building, but abruptly stopped without explanation, leaving locals to speculate they were driven away by the island's dark forces. So For sure. Also, in like 2013, 
I found a bunch of articles. Some like rich Italian guy bought the entire island for basically like like five hundred thousand dollars. Oh so my god! So people don't know what he's gonna do with it, but like, whoa! Yeah. He's so, gonna need like a, a lot, lot of, of sage. Yeah, <laughs> yes. a lot. <laughs> like so much. Mm-hmm. He might as well just burn it down. So they say that. Um, like half of the soil is just like the ashes of dead people because oh. there were so many people burned. Oh my God. Um, and there was a article I read um, where these two, oh yeah. So talk about this. These two uh, are this Australian um, uh, news reporter was going to go spend the night on the Island. Right. And um, so he stopped and I wrote this, this part down. Okay. Walking over to my table, uh, a big man nods upward in our direction as he takes the seat, lights a cigarette, and draws deeply through grit, gritted yellow stained teeth. Watch out for Paolo. He's the bad one. He was a doctor there. He'll cause you troubles. He starts exhaling a billow of smoke above our heads. Oh, how cinematic. I know them all. Paolo, Marco, Giorgio. Giorgio is okay. Friendly. <laughs> friendly ghost. <laughs> My father would take me fishing there as a boy. When I was older, I stayed there myself for 15 nights. What? When I came back, I told everyone what happened to me. The ghosts, what they did. Paolo's ghosts mostly, pushing me. Whoosh, whoosh. Always pushing and things moving. They all say, nah, they call me nickname. You're crazy. (laughs) Now everyone says the same thing about the island. And you want to go there? So you tell me who's the crazy one. Oh. (laughs) What's his name again? That guy didn't have a name. Oh, okay. But uh, he said that Paolo's the doctor. Which, Paolo. You know. Paolo. Mm-hmm. Some some research could have cleared that up, but I didn't bother I, to do that. I like that he knows every, like, oh, uh, Giorgio. Yeah, he's, he's okay. He's, he's okay. okay. Paolo. He's a, you know. So I read the article, and so they went, and they mostly were, it's very, like, you can find pictures online. It's very abandoned porn, you know, tons of, like, Ooh, cool. trees growing into shit and abandoned beds and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. I love that. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they did it, and mostly they were like, yeah, it's gross. There's lizards and rats, and, like, it smells really bad the whole time. Oh. And uh, they stumbled over this warning sign, and he was, like, using Google Translate, and literally the sign was like, do not dig here, contaminated bodies. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. So I guess they like buried like Oh yeah, right? God. So this rich dude who bought the island is yeah, like he's not he gonna be able thinking? to do anything like, with it. He buys and just blows it up. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. He just needs to it needs to sink. Yeah. Oh and like, contaminate the ocean even more though. Yeah. That's mm. a good point. So mm-hmm. one, we gotta think about the environment. Mm-hmm. Um so the one thing that they did say that happened, they were going through and they had taken pictures of everything, and um they were in the chapel, and there was an old bed that had been moved into the into the chapel and so they you know taking pictures and everything and the bed was like on the left hand side and they did like all this stuff and then on their way back out the bed was on the opposite side of the room oh my god they didn't hear anything they didn't see anything or feel anything but they literally like took pictures they were like this happened what (laughs) yeah that would be so crazy because you don't hear it or feel anything and then you're just like wait a minute yeah did i misremember a completely abandoned island it's not like there's humans there you know and if the human moved the bed you would you would know it it. yeah Yeah, absolutely this place sounds like a dave snook fantasy (sighs) it really really does to life because of his abandoned photos that he does so i was looking once again i'm starting to think that when we do these things in like foreign countries or, or places where English is not primarily spoken, I have a harder time finding exact stories of ghost haunting. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I was looking and looking and looking and what I found was an episode of Ghost Adventures. Yes! Dude. Dude, I bro. fucking watched at least 25 minutes of it before I had to turn it off. I, Look it was, at you. I tried so hard. You it did was it. honestly the most. I thought someone was making fun of an episode of Ghost Adventures. <laughs> it always seems like a sketch it waiting really to happen. It does. Yeah. So it was like the beginning of season three. So it's like oh. still super early and enthusiastic. Yes. Right? And it was like, we're going to go to this dead island where we'll maybe survive. You know what I'm like? <laughs> 
fucking relax, Zachary. Um, I can't believe they went there. They did. They're like, dude, how long have we been talking about this? Oh, 10 years at least. Now our dreams are coming true. Go on this island. And I was like, yeah, okay. Bro, bro, fucking dreams coming true. Oh, God. It was so dramatic. Like they got on the island and then it got dark. And literally at one point, Aaron was like, dude, when you saw that ball of energy, it washed over my total body. (laughs) And I was like. They're like, no. He's like, yeah. I mean, it went right through my body, my whole body. And they're like asking questions in Italian and they keep like hearing. But what cracks me up every fucking time is they'll be like, like, is there anyone there? And you hear like, and like most people are like, did you hear that? They're like, and I'm like, how are what the fuck was that? I'm like, if you were that scared of ghosts, you need a new job. <laughs> like, that's not my job. I don't choose that job because I know I would be scared. That is exactly what inspired me when we were writing our two women yeah. shows is like a set of ghost hunters who are horrified yeah. of ghosts. It, because I totally it's... drew from fucking Zach and Aaron and that <sighs> other guy. Yeah, what's that other guy's I can't name? remember. I know. Ever. It's so funny too, because they're like in the intro, which I forgot they were, they were like, there's only three of us, not a lot of bulky camera crews. And I was like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like, bulky camera crews. I can never remember the name of that third guy. Yeah. Uh, bro. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Dude. So I made it like a good 25 minutes and I had to stop when Zach became possessed. Oh God. Why does he have to get possessed Always getting possessed. And he was. He's so dramatic. He was like, luckily we had some holy anointing oils that were given to us for just such an emergency. (laughs) That's exactly how he talks. Oh my God. I literally, I literally was watching it while I was like eating my breakfast this morning. I was like, fucking hate you. And he does his possessed act the same every time he was like angry yes. and like and his eyes are all like big uh-huh. and glazed mm-hmm. over yeah yeah and like his eyes always look black because everything's in night vision yeah. so it's like oh come on dude come i get on. it he was like this thing wants to fucking kill us and i'm like oh is it me is it me that's the ghost because i'm like having thoughts <laughs> i don't know why i still love that fucking nope. show so much it still scares I me bless, i like bless you for knowing what you love and then also I was like, I don't want to be an asshole and just keep shitting on Amy's show. But honestly, I was like, this is the worst one I've ever seen. This That's is even great. worse than when he like, like, like tried to threaten or like coerce a ghost sex worker yes. into giving him a kiss like that yes. I thought that couldn't get any me, worse that's the worst I don't <laughs> think it can get worse than that and he like brings her a rose yeah, and he like, puts like, him on the bed he's like don't you owe me a kiss yes I was Ew. like oh my god you can't do you that, can't do that. oh my god hopefully no one's rerunning that episode now that we're in 2019 yeah that'd be nice that wouldn't would, that be nice that would be nice if we could just filter out everything post me too movement yeah. that would be amazing time keeps yeah. going yeah <laughs> uh i want to hear this up close and personal okay it has to do with me oh my god um, it's an up her ghost and personal <laughs> up mine and personal <laughs> <laughs> that's what this show always is though <laughs> so i went to catalina island um a few years ago maybe Three years ago or two years ago for Ithamar's birthday. Mm-hmm. I had never been. Have you been? I have not. It's gr- it's awesome. Yeah. And um, so we took the ferry. It was be- beautiful and very empty because it's not the season right now. It's pretty cold. You know how it is on the coastal mm-hmm. California. It's chilly yeah. in April. So, um, but we went and we stayed at this hotel called Pavilion. The mm. Pavilion. Um, and it was it was so great. It's only like a two story hotel, like right, right on the waterfront. And, um, they had like a wine and cheese reception every evening and they had all these outdoor fire pits. And this it just sounds ideal. It really was. We had the best time. It was so much fun. And, um, and our first night I didn't get any weird vibes at all, but we were on the bottom of two floors. So we were on the ground level and we went to bed and I said, you know, we get, I get really hot at night. Like I always end up with like night sweats, mm-hmm. no matter what the situation is. So I put the AC pretty low and so it was nice and cold. And I also like to get snuggly at oh, night. Oh yeah. So we had the AC really, really low 
and I was woken up in the middle of the night and it was, I checked the thermostat. I mean, I was drenched in sweat. It was 80 degrees in the room (gasps) and the thermostat was like flashing red. And so I actually like, I barely do this, but I woke up at the bar and I was like, what's, you know, the thermostat's broken. Mm -hmm. And so like, we like turned it off, turned it on. We tried to like fix it. It just wouldn't fix. So, um, so we like went back to bed and just like kind of kicked off the covers Mm -hmm. And I could not sleep because upstairs on the second floor, kind of like my upstairs neighbor now, I just heard people, it sounded like one person, seriously, I thought maybe there was a kid just running back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like in the middle of the night? In the middle of the night. It was the weirdest thing. It was so annoying. And I couldn't, it kept waking me up because I just heard someone nonstop. It was as if they had like an all nighter, but it didn't sound like partiers. It was just like someone walking around, very heavy footed. Mm-hmm. So the next morning, um, Ithamar told the front desk about the thermostat not really working, mm-hmm. and um, they came in to take a look at it. I don't know if they had did anything. We were mm-hmm. out for the day, but I was really like, I'm such a. I need to know who's upstairs, yeah. like in order to like make peace with this. Yeah. Um. So that morning, I go upstairs just to like look to see because it was it was all open like you know almost motel style oh sure fancy so you could so I I like look the room is completely unoccupied beds made like tight hospital corners no furniture in it the blinds were open the curtains were drawn back and I knew no one was in that room that that, that, the night before because the maids hadn't even started doing their service yet so that was the first thing that made me feel like Okay. Yeah. That was That's concerning. weird. And then I started thinking paranormal because yeah. I'm just like the heat, you know, that goes mm-hmm. fuck with temperature. temperature. Yeah, totally. And I know that they're supposed to make cold spots. Every encounter I've ever had produced heat for me. Mm. Oh, Every yeah. single yeah. one. So, um, but at least Ithamar was witness to this. And then, yeah, so I'm like, oh my God, it was just like. A restless spirit, I think. There's just no way somebody would have actually come to think of it, like pace for six hours yeah. from midnight to six AM, you know? That's crazy. Unless they're trying to get their steps. Oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think about your downstairs neighbors the next time you do that, okay? Yeah. God. So we had enjoyed ourselves the next day. We had a great time and we stayed two nights. So now it's night two. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. AC's working fine now. Everything's good. I have a nightmare, like a really, the scariest nightmare I've ever had. I don't know why it felt so scary, but I, um, it was clear as day. It was so crystal clear. It was a really stormy ocean. It was really dark and it was an old ship, like 1800s, Mm. maybe like maybe 18 or 1700s ship. And it was sinking, like the mast fell and I was panicking because I thought that my best friend was on the boat, oh. on the ship from one of my friends from like grammar school uh-huh. or elementary school. Who says grammar school? Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> old people? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's me. <laughs> when I was in the old grammar school. <laughs> um, so so I, I was like, my friend's on there. My friend's... And, and the ship is going down and all of a sudden... I see a sea captain and I'm talking the old timey feeling like sea captains, Mm -hmm. like quintessential, you know, like, and it's floating towards me rapidly. And I am so fucking scared. I tell in my dream, you know, when you can wake yourself up, I'm like, wake up, Amy, wake up, wake up. So I wake myself up, uh-huh. open my eyes, and it's in my fucking room. Shut. And it is my... Your stupid mouth. One and only encounter with having sleep paralysis. I could not move. I tried to say something. I tried to call out to Ithamar. Nothing came out. I was frozen. This thing, this sea captain, is 100% transparent and coming at me so rapidly that I closed my eyes again really tightly. Uh-huh would not open it again until I could move again. And so my heart was racing yeah. so fast and I did not go back to bed after that. That was it. That was Ooh. it. 
But I just, it haunts me to this day. That's so scary. It's, that has never, ever happened. This is beyond just like having a bad dream. Yeah. I've never experienced anything like that where I know 100% I opened my eyes waking up from that dream and there it was in my room. Mm. So I don't know if the dream was my brain telling me like, hey, guess, hey, there's something in your room. Yeah. Like you need to wake up and see what's going on here and it like infiltrated my dream or what. But I... Never had sleep paralysis. It, that was the only oh time. Oh my god, that's so freaking scary. I still get scared when I think about it. It doesn't. It's you know, I don't know. It's like it's like the the Lowe's bathroom ghost. Yeah, like, just those little things where you're like, well, it doesn't sound that scary. Yeah, but like being there was so fucking scary. Yeah, it sounds pretty scary. So in my research, when I was just like trying to find haunted islands, Catalina Island came up a bunch. Yeah, and I guess it is like really fucking haunted. Um, but most islands are because ghosts can't cross water. I mean, look, it sounded like a great place. Yeah, but maybe not. Maybe anymore, I'm huh? not interested. Maybe go like inland. No, that would be bad too. It doesn't matter if you're on the coast or yeah. And you know, that's where Natalie Wood drowned. Like, yeah. It was right off the coast of Catalina. Mm-hmm. They were docked there. And yep. Yeah. So apparently her apparition has been seen uh, mm. walking one of the beaches. And Interesting. There's like, uh, yeah, there's like a ton of ghost stories and they do ghost tours. But when we were out there, I was like, ghost tours this place is so tiny what yeah. a waste and now I'm like oh, I want to do a Catalina Island ghost tour yeah and now I kind of want to look up like pavilion hotel and like find out what the hell my guess is a boat maybe shipwrecked mm-hmm. off the coast of Catalina in the like, 1700s or whatever and one of the sea captains is still there I mean you got to go down with the ship got to go down with your ship yep Titanic um and maybe he was the one restlessly pacing above and they came into the room yeah. the next night because he's like ah she knows i'm here mm-hmm. she figured it out oh i don't like it i don't like it i still see his face it, i'm not kidding like i can imagine every fucking detail of it every detail <sighs> is really scary maybe i don't want to go on a cruise with you <laughs> yeah well you know we're making boat plans yeah <laughs> soon yeah yeah we are mm-hmm. for the sake of the podcast yeah we have to we decided over a bottle of wine last night that mm-hmm. we are going to do something real epic guys so stay to wait should we say it no because okay. then we'll have to do it and in case we oh that's beautiful oh that's great finished that's, that's really good Done. you beat me <laughs> It was good. Oh, God. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. And we can't tell you our cool plans because Tammy said then we actually have to do it. <laughs> like like how for two years we've said we're going to do a live ghost hunt. Uh-huh. Well, we kind of tried in the bathroom. We did. We did. We hunted. We just didn't catch anything. We didn't that's, catch anything. part of hunting. We were so brave, though. Yeah, we were. We were so brave. proud of us. Yeah. We've had offers. And we're like, yeah, totally. When we're, We'll have to figure our schedules out. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard. And it's fucking scary. It's really scary. I haven't been haunted in a long time and I kind of want to keep it <laughs> yeah. that way. You got a good lo- good streak yeah, going. It's been a really yeah. good streak, man. Yeah. yeah. It's been like since like December since I've had like <sighs> the spooks. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm on a good roll. Well, if you want to spook yourself out. Mm, then you should look at our Instagram. Uh-huh. Banshees and booze. And then if you really want to see a ghost town, yeah. log on to our... Abandonment porn. <laughs> log on to Twitter <laughs> at Banshees and mm. booze. And if you've got a story of your own uh, Captain of the Sea, uh, write to us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. Yes, please. And write, review, and subscribe. You can find the podcast anywhere where you listen to your podcast. Uh-huh. And um, I know I keep talking about Micah had a great up ghost and yeah. personal. Um, but then when I was going through it, I'm like, wait, this is a really great. There's so much to it that it needs to be like its own thing. Oh, so, OK, great. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll do like Haunted Florida or something. I love it. It's a good idea. <laughs> um, also, thanks, Micah. I saw that you reviewed us. You are oh, a doll. Thanks, Micah. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you know us personally and you still have not reviewed us. Get the fuck out of my face. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. Strong words from Amy. Yeah. My ancestors came from a haunted Italian island. <laughs> I got the, the, the feeling. <laughs> She'll burn you. He's ya. a good one. He's a good but one. Bello, no, oh, no, 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 no. He's a oof. <laughs> oof, oof. <laughs> um, hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. Uh, if you see a ghost. Go down with the ship. Yes. <laughs> Don't ship your pants. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. I hear it's like going to sleep. If they can't beat them, join them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, hey, Tammy. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost, you still got to get those 10,000 steps. Oh, girl. <laughs> and, and on that note. Yes. I'm I was going to sing something. You were going to sing something? Mm-hmm. Oh, that kind of note? Okay, go. This is my island in the sun. Aye, aye. Something, some, I like my ghosts. They are lots of fun. Aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, do I sing something from Muppet Treasure uh-huh. Island or, or no, Family Christmas? Yes, yeah. No, Muppet Christmas Carol, yeah. and or do I sing Kokomo? I wanna go. I don't know any of the words hardly. How about, I wanna. You know what? I wanna rewrite Kokomo to be paranormal, like witches and spirits. Uh, ooh, ooh, I, I wanna, wanna hear, hear it. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're it's a work in progress. <laughs> there we'll get there that was just the, that was just the tip okay brainstorming session. okay yeah after this break after our next drink okay okay bye. um bye bye thank you <laughs>